Song of Solomon, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. On my bed by night, I sought him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but found him not. I will rise now and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares. I will seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but found him not. The watchmen found me, and they went about in the city. Have you seen him whom my soul loves? Scarcely had I passed them when I found him whom my soul loves. I held him and would not let him go until I'd brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her who conceived me. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field, that you do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, so this is a really uh, fascinating, strange little uh, poem yep. in Song of Solomon. Uh, it's entitled The Bride's Dream. Yeah. And so basically she woke up um, and, you know, went on a little hunt for the one whom her soul loves. <laughs> and much to her, uh, you know, <laughs> displeasure, she could not find him. And, uh, you know, asked the watchman of the city, finds the one whom she loves. And then in a strange turn of events, Brings him into her mother's house, into the chamber of her who conceived me. Um, so not necessarily my idea of a first date, uh, <laughs> but so uh, I think so. I think this is the dream, right? That she's having. I think so. Uh, yeah. With bringing him in, because it 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 does seem uh, verses four and five seem a little contradictory, where she's like. You know, oh, daughters of Jerusalem, don't stir up or awaken love, but I'm going to like bring him into this intimate place in my mother's yeah, my mom's my mom, bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah in my mom's bedroom, which is, which is kind of strange, but maybe culturally right. that was the appropriate place or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, the very next section is him arriving for the wedding. Mm. And so they have, you know, they have, uh, they're engaged. I mean, this is man and woman who are engaged and yep. they're trying to, you know they're they're waiting. They're obviously like passionately in love and and talking you to each other. That. You could yeah, say that. Yeah, you could definitely say that. Yeah. Um, but uh, she has this dream where she's going out and she can't find him, and then um and then she finds him and she says, "I held him and I would not let him go until I brought him, brought him into my mother's house." And and so you know she takes him to the like this more intimate place. Yeah. Um, and then it seems like she kind of that's the end of the dream, and then she adjures then she you know tells these daughters of jerusalem that um again the phrase that we talked about yesterday which is to not stir up or awaken love until it pleases hmm. so it's an interesting uh interesting passage here yeah you know I, I think uh i don't i don't have like a whole lot to say on uh this but i i do think you know because we could keep Hitting the the horse of like marriage is a great thing if God calls you to it and it's something to be enjoyed. But I think an interesting thing to note about our faith is um, the the role that desire plays mm. in the Christian life. And so you know, I, I think a good contrast is like Buddhism, where uh, you know, in Buddhism, one of the core beliefs is that the 
the core, the root of all suffering is desire. Mm -hmm. And so the more you can t detach yourself from desire, um, the more free from suffering you'll become. That is the freedom from suffering, the freedom from all desires. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, and I think a lot of times we kind of actually can accidentally adopt this idea with, um, with Christianity. Yeah, kind of Buddhist believe, tendencies. Yeah, like just basically <laughs> believe that like, you know, we need to like get past our desires and like, you know, woe is me, like we're so screwed up. But I think one of the things that's like important to note is that the Bible would actually tell us, you know, that our desires are not the problem. Now we have wrong desires and that that is the problem, but that actually God does not call us to a life of, you know, forfeiting our desires and embracing him. But he actually bids us to come and have all of our wants and needs, you know, all of our wrong wanting cast mm. aside, but all of our wants and needs fulfilled in him. Yeah. And that mm. he fulfills the desires of our heart. That's right. And that's what marriage is supposed to point us to. Mm. Like marriage should be the fulfillment of a desire if that is what God calls you to. You know, it, it mm. is like this satiation sort of thing. Right. Um, but that points to this much larger thing that, you know, just as our marriages should not be this utilitarian, cold, contractual thing. Right. Neither is our relationship with God, but it should actually be emotional and intimate and That's you right. know, joyful. Yeah. Uh, because he's the one who satisfies the desires of our heart, who withholds no good thing from those who fear him. Yeah. And so I think as we, you know, think about sex, as we think about marriage, as we think about, you know, whatever comes to mind with Song of Solomon, yeah. uh, we should keep in mind that that is a very distinctive mark of true Christianity is that there's this idea of fulfillment and joyful yeah. contentment that is very distinct. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've obviously song of Solomon is a, a very like hopeful and joyful book. And the two of them, oh, yeah. two of them like coming together, but I would say the opposite, the other side of that is also true. The other side of the other emotional side to that. Yeah. So, in a marriage, I think you also need, there's, it's just necessary at times to have conflict and yeah. like, it's yeah. okay, you know, within boundaries to, to express that con, you're a, a conflicting view and have disagreements and then work that out. And, and so, I, and I think it's the same way with our relationship with the Lord. You know, sometimes we, sometimes we think it's wrong to be mad at God or to be upset at things that go on in our life. But I, Honestly, I think he wants us to relate to him as a father. I mean, yeah. as scripture teaches. And so I think it's okay. Uh, and I mean, one place that I always go to for this is in Genesis when uh, Jacob is wrestling with the angel mm. and is like wrestling with him and, and is, you know, in this like physical altercation with this, with this angel. And, um, you know, obviously he's wanting the blessing and then, um, touches the hip, you know, puts the hip out of socket and mm -hmm. gives him the name Israel. And the name Israel s means wrestling with God or striving with God. And that's what the name, so it's, it's kind of fascinating that the name that God gives his people mm -hmm. means wrestling or striving with him. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think there's this, this sense that it's supposed to be this emotional relationship where there's high highs and there's low lows at yeah. time. And it's yeah. okay to express things along that whole spectrum of, of emotions to, to God. And I think we can interact with him in that way. And in fact, I think he's, 
I think he's actually pleased through that. Mm. Um, if, if we truly treat him as a father and not just act like he's this like distant, cold, you know, contractual kind of being that, you know, loves us and like covered our sin, but we can never get close to him or, mm. or whatever, but we can actually express uh, joy and rejoicing as well as anger and frustration at times. Um, and, and the whole, the whole gamut of emotions. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, we've talked about dreams. We've talked about love. We've talked about mother-in-law's bedrooms. Um, it's been another eventful day. Yes, it has. Song of Solomon. Always and is. tomorrow, I do not doubt, will be yet another. So for Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.